On this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we finish up the book of Moses. The main focus of this one is the story of Enoch, which is very briefly discussed in the Bible, but through Joseph Smith's inspired translation, is vastly expanded. We compare some of the similarities found in other pseudepigraphical texts and discuss more on the Mormon view of the plan of salvation. Enjoy. Brandon. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Good. <laughs> we put it off a, a couple a week or so. Yeah. People I'll, are probably like, I could just read this dumb book, this darn book. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Cause we're right in the middle of it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like our podcasts are, are like each one's like an hour and a half or whatever. So people are like, I could just read this in the time that read it a few times in the time it takes you guys to get through one part three weeks later we finish the next chapter anyway but well that's why they keep coming back yeah the anticipation's killing them hopefully it didn't kill them we just lost we just lost we don't want that yeah definitely (laughs) so um we're we're doing the book of moses which is um part of the Mormon uh, Latter-day Saint scriptures, their standard works. It's not part of the Book of Mormon. Yeah. This is actually, I was thinking about it. I was like, well, I don't know how well we explained it, the whole thing, but what, I, you know, you, but you this is actually uh, after Joseph Smith had translated the Book of Mormon, established the, his, the church mm-hmm. and everything, all of a sudden he decided or not he was like now it's time to start to translate the bible and put in the because in the book of mormon there's a big thing about plain and precious things that are taken out of the bible that's right and that's one of the problems with that mormonism has with standard christianity is that it's just that they feel that there's things that were taken out by scribes and 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 different Mm -hmm. things um through uh and so joseph smith's like you know i'm gonna start retranslating the bible or not retranslating it but going through it and putting the things back in and Mm -hmm. so you start off so according to this you know just to recap the the book of genesis starts off with moses having this vision yeah you know so and and then uh and he finds out you know who who satan is who the devil is who jesus is you know or the the only begotten and um and then he goes into the creation story and everything just like we we know it yeah and before the creation story started he also mentioned why or did you already say that why he's why this is oh why god does stuff yeah because yeah, yeah. uh, that that's probably the main point actually the i think is the biggest takeaway because you know you find out but why god is even creating it's his work and glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man that's what he says so um verbatim like well it used to be you quoted that well 
an old scripture mastery. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so and then Austin, it goes through the so it goes through the creation story, and it's a little different, and it explains a little more in detail. So there's these things being added in, you know, that have been speculated about, mm-hmm. but Austin. Joseph Smith is putting the things are at the things are being added in like about like the first creation was the spiritual creation yeah. and the second, you know, but these are all things that have been talked about with uh, Hebrew in Hebrew, the Midrash and all that stuff and all that they've talked about for years. And often he just puts it out explicitly. This is what this is in this. And then and then also the Adam and Eve story happens and you get all, in, all of a sudden right at the beginning or you know after they get kicked out it's like oh and they were taught about why he's offering sacrifice you know it's for because of jesus who's going to come so right at the beginning they're the the got the gospel or the jesus is being preached you know repentance and stuff so it's like a totally different take obviously it's not in the bible no so that but the idea is that these things were originally in there and they were taken out. And so Joseph Smith is re-putting them in. So you got, nope. so this, and this is just an excerpt from it. There's actually a lot of the Joseph. There's a whole, the, um, one of the, uh, reorganized church. And now they're called the church of Christ. I think mm-hmm. community. of Christ. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They actually would use, they actually had the Joseph Smith translation Bible. They would actually use that. That's one. right. Yeah, I remember the, that. the regular Latter Day Saint people didn't. They didn't weren't using it. I think they got a lot of it from the reorganized church, mm-hmm. and they added like parts in and they and then and so if you're a regular Mormon, um, there's this Book of Moses, which is 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 canon. Yes, right. Canonized. In, it is. You know, so it's like what part of the the their their actual scripture, you know. But then there's all the if in the footnotes of of the the Bible and the the Latter Day Saint edition, there's all these footnotes with these little excerpts that talk, you know, that have part Joseph Smith translations in them. And then there's a whole section back in the in the back of their thing. Where it's That's got right. larger sections, so a lot of people don't. Mormons don't even know about this part. But I mean, so you have like um, these larger sections that they couldn't just put in the footnotes, you know, that are bigger. Like there's a whole in John chapter one, one through thirty-four. There's a whole whole thirty-four verses that have been changed enough that they put it in there. So it's like, I mean, it's like how many pages is this? A lot. I mean, you have anyway. There's there's a whole thing. Oh, with look in Genesis fourteen twenty five through forty. Okay, let's just listen to this. And Melchizedek lifted up his voice and blessed Abraham. Okay, does this uh, sound familiar? Now Melchizedek was a man of faith who wrought righteousness. And when a child, he feared God. Anyway, they go through a whole thing. Uh, and thus, having been approved by God, he was ordained and high priest after the order of the covenant which God made with Enoch. Anyway, so there's a whole thing on on Melchizedek, which in 
the Bible there's just a just mentions him. There's just a reference He's, to him. He comes and blesses um, Abraham. Abraham. You know, for some reason you're like, what? what? What's or that? Abraham goes to him and, and then, then he the, pays tithes. But in the traditions, actually, Melchizedek seems like he's uh, Shem. That's right. And and then and then also in in, in Judge Smith's translation, he has a whole thing on, and it looks like he doesn't even have Shem is not Melchizedek. Melchizedek's a different guy, anyway. But a whole thing on on who Melchizedek was and why he could bless uh, Abraham and stuff. So, anyway, but that's I mean, there's probably. 20 pages of these bigger excerpts that they couldn't fit in the footnotes. And then there's all kinds of, of uh, footnotes. Like and... I, I, I got them marked, you know, and, and like I went through anyway, like all the ones that are from the translation. Yeah. The small, the smaller ones that just put little like chained words and stuff that maybe make a difference anyway. So there you go. That was a good uh, review. Yeah. Thank you. I've been thinking about it a lot. So anyway, but um, so today we're going to do Moses chapter six, seven and chapter eight. And then, and there's not a chapter nine. There's no, although I sent Brandon message saying we're doing chapters seven through nine. (laughs) Yeah. I thought maybe Mark had a lost a secret chapter. So, Okay, so we had the whole thing where the Adam was offering sacrifices, and then the angel comes to him. Let's just recap that real quick. Here comes the um, the, bur- the the yeah the gas out of my the carbonation carbonation. So he's out. He's offering sacrifice, and the angel comes to him, and and he's like, "Why? Why are you doing that?" Or you know probably to have a teaching moment with Adam. Adam's yeah. like, I don't know. And all of a sudden he's like, well, it's in similitude of Jesus. So then he starts preaching. He teaches them all about the only begotten, you know, and everything. And then also, and then he, uh, once he learns that he goes and teaches all his kids. And then after that, Eve, so there's kids that before, and then, and then Eve, once they're taught the gospel, this is called of Jesus. Yeah. Once they're taught the how they can be redeemed from the fall, from the whole thing they had, and they're, they're all happy. Remember, they're like, mm. "Oh, if it wasn't for us taking the fruit, we wouldn't have." Oh yeah, yeah. You we, know, this would not have happened. This this is all part of the thing. You know, it, it seems. And uh, and then they Eve conceives and they have uh cain and abel she's really happy about cain she's like finally i got a kid and i can raise him totally immersed with with the knowledge that we've gained that's right you know and everything but then what does cain do obviously yeah he 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 goes uh, he goes a different does his thing and we had that you know we talked about that last time and that was a Mm -hmm. the highlight of the you know oh and that's whenever the dark Cur- or what are they not curses but oaths are taken oh sure yeah where like- they start beginning to swear you know and all of a sudden the wicked i mean oh yeah and after the the truth is preached 
then be, people become carnal, sensual, and devilish. Then there, there's a law that they, yeah, because there's know. an opposition now. There's a, there's a people knowing different, a yeah. better way and not choosing it. So anyway, okay, that's the recap. That's a, that's a wonderful recap. I know. I'm like, okay, now I'm rambling. <laughs> it's like this is a different version of last episode. This is just last episode <laughs> recap. Okay, so, right. so Cain kills Abel. And uh, now let's, okay, let's so find out what happened. Everybody knows the story. Or so, knows what yeah, happens, but. Uh, the, the, it ended with the gospel began to be preached from the um, by holy angels. Anyway, so let's just go on. Okay, so Cain, yeah, Cain's killed Abel. That's where you were going. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so now there's, and so basically Adam, and so we start off with Adam and Eve. They have another ch- child named Seth. Yep. And uh, and Adam glorified the name of God, for he said, "God hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew." Yeah, I love how like old in like the old language, or when you try and make it sound old, you have to use like like we're trees or something. We refer to our children as seed, like oh, I have a new seed, a new seed, you know. <laughs> well. And God revealed himself unto Seth, and he rebelled not, and offered an acceptable sacrifice like his brother Abel did. And to him also was born a son. Okay, so I guess yeah. that's that's a really fast that's really fast tracking right there. But uh, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't go much into Seth. But Seth was right. But actually, it does right? say a little something about him. Yeah. Um, here's in verse five. This is in chapter six. Mm, yes, a book of remembrance was kept, and which was recorded. In the language of Adam, let's get everybody. Let's get it gets everybody like, oh, yeah. For it was given unto as many as called upon God to write by the Spirit of inspiration. Okay, so this is in six. It says, and um, by them their children were taught to read and write, having a language which was pure and undefiled. So there's this whole thing about this Adamic language. Yeah, you know this pure language, and it's like. I don't know. It was, it's just uh, pretty cool. <laughs> What's the oldest uh, writing? Not like not hard, not like um, petroglyphs and stuff on the walls of caves, but like, what's the oldest like writing system that we have found? Because it says they can read. They taught them to read and write. They must just wrote on paper, right? Unless, I'm trying to unless, think, like, it's either Sumerian or uh, like the cuneiform, cuneiform or. Um, Egyptian hieroglyphics. I don't know which is, or possibly even uh, something in the East too that we don't. That I'm not familiar with. Like yeah, something. We don't pay attention to that. Yeah, stuff. but yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Well, um. So anyway, this this language is supposed to be a pure language, you know, to where you can say I I don't know what exactly that means, but I guess if you got it from God. It would become it would be, yeah, a pure language, and then later on you see the languages being corrupted, especially with the Tower of Babel and stuff. So maybe that's so. Maybe it's kind of like DNA and stuff, where it starts off pure, and all of a sudden, through time, it kind of gets there. You go corrupted. I don't know. Yeah, less than but, less than pure. So they're saying that it wasn't um, this thing where. 
they it was developed it was a pure you know it was a language that was given to them so that they could record things right yeah and that's that's and the that whole they, point that they were taught to read and write so they were what is that their literacy and you know they were literate back then which is the opposite of what you you know we all think because it's caveman you know or whatever so yeah anyway so the other thing is and we're going to get to this so did you it says the same thing twice here like it, men- it mentions that Eth- uh, Seth was born yeah and and then it mentions it again well, I know, but it goes into a different thing. Well, um, yeah, but it says uh, the same thing. Is that Seth was born, and then he, then he, yeah, and then it goes on and says, talks about something, a prophecy of Adam. Anyway, that doesn't say much. Are you ta- Yeah, and then, yeah, and then all of a sudden, a couple of verses later, and Adam lived one hundred and thirty years, and he begot a son, and his own likeness after his own image and called his name Seth. It's like we just wait, talked about you that. Just, you just we said just that. not talked anyway, about that. I don't know what what the deal is. But that is weird because also any so and it says that and then it even says that and even says that and and he had a son named Enos and then it says that part again. Yeah, it's almost like a some, I'm not trying. It's almost like okay. it's a mistake or something. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Well, that's interesting that it, or uh, that is, uh, a, dang it, what what word would be better than interesting? That's really provocative. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> so, and then it mentions what we did last time. We talked about last time, and then the the new you know the how children they write of, though. They would they repeat stuff all the uh, yeah, time. Exactly, exactly. In the olden days. I mean, yeah, that's right. And so basically, there was lots of people on the earth. And Satan had dominion over them, right? He was, most people were following Satan, it appears, according yeah, to verse 15. Yeah, in 15, read that. And the children of men were numerous upon all the face of the land. And in those days, Satan had great dominion among men, and raged, raged in their hearts. And from thence, thenceforth came wars and bloodshed, and a man's hand was against his own brother, in administering death, because of the secret works seeking for power see so there's an emphasis on those secret works yeah that are um is one of the main things of the devil i guess they really emphasize this in the secrets like these secret covenants and stuff this dark which is interesting arts. in a way <laughs> but yeah yeah there, there's a lot of emphasis on these I mean, well, I'm saying, and if, you, and if you read in the Book oaths. of Mormon, that was like the whole reason these things were these. Anyway, the whole destruction of of those people in the Book of Mormon were all due to the secret work. So, for some reason, that's a big emphasis that Joseph Smith had, or that God had through Joseph Smith. Sure. Um, but. And it's just like in in uh, the books of Adam and Eve, whenever all of a sudden Satan comes among them, and he all of a sudden they're getting makeup and yeah, getting learning how to cut roots music, and cuts roots, make weapons, all this stuff. How to dance, how to do fine art. Yeah, the corruption just comes in. 
So now we go through the genealogy. Enos begets Canaan. Canaan begets Mahalalel. Sorry, guys. Mahalalel begets Jared. And Jared? Oh, Jared. He begets a little dude named Enoch. Yeah, and Enoch lived 65 years and beget Methuselah. And then we, I guess we'll go ahead. Yeah, so. And uh, Enoch. Enoch, yeah. And that's the genealogy of the sons of Adam. And Adam, who was a son of God, and there's going to talk about that a little later, about mm-hmm. how he became a son of God. It wasn't just... So they're they're tracing the genealogy. They kind of forget, or not forget, but that just like in the Bible, you got, you got Cain, and then you go a little bit on his genealogy, and then they just kind of, okay, forget that. We're just following Seth. Once Seth is born... Yes, right. And it's the kind of Sethian kind of thing in the Gnostics and yeah. everything. Seth is the... One also, and they start following under the Sethian line. Those are the that's that's where the Bible focuses, and that's where this focuses too. So, anyway, whatever. That's for your. That's a little some extra for it's you. Bonus. Bonus. So, and it came to pass that Enoch journeyed in the land among the people. And as he journeyed, the Spirit of God descended out of heaven and abode upon him. And he gets called. Brandon. And he heard a voice from heaven saying, Enoch, my son, prophesy unto this people and say unto them, Repent, for thus saith the Lord. I am angry with this people, and my fierce anger is kindled against them. For their hearts have waxed hard, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes cannot see afar off. And for these many generations, ever since the day I created them, have they gone astray and have denied me. And here's a dark, here's that darkness again. And have sought their own counsels in the dark, and in their own abominations they ha- they have they devised murder, and have not kept the commandments which I gave unto their father Adam. Keep going, keep going. Wherefore they have forsworn themselves, and by their Oaths they have brought upon themselves death and a hell. I have prepared for them if they repent not. So, okay, so, yeah, there's the emphasis on the oaths and this darkness and whatever. So there's yeah. this, so he's like, yeah, I need you to to go out and and uh, get him, set him Prophesy straight. Prophesy unto those people. And this is... We uh we might eventually go over Jasher, but in Jasher, uh, there's a similar call, um, because Enoch was walking with God, you know, and everything, mm-hmm. and and he despised the evil ways of men. Um, but then God's like, hey, or an angel comes, an angel of the Lord called from heaven. So yeah. this is in Jasher chapter three, and and. Verse 4, and he said, Rise, go forth from thy house and from the place where thou didst hide thyself, and appear to the sons of men, in order that thou mayest teach them the way in which they should go, and the work which they must accomplish to enter into the ways of God. Pretty straightforward. So, I mean, but it's it's similar. Yeah, it's it's the same event, you're most see, likely. You're going to see... Um, 
Well, I think that that this this part on Enoch, and oh, we haven't emphasized in the Bible. <laughs> there's like two verses on Enoch in the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. like, um, dang it! I wish I. <clears throat> I wonder if I have my note because I had it all written down. <laughs> I don't mean to go back but there's like nothing on him there's like oh, okay we're, we're, we'll be able to find it real quick okay so in genesis chapter 5 enoch lived 65 years begotten methuselah enoch walked with god after he begot methuselah 300 years and begot sons and daughters right mm -hmm. and 23 and all the days of enoch were 365 60 and five years enoch walked with god and he was not for god took him that's it. You got those. Um, one, two, three, four. Four verses on Enoch. And then in the Old Testament or New Testament, you have a quote in Jude. Is it, Yeah, Jude. 11. Why is my Jude so short? Oh, Jude's are all short. Must not be Jude. No, it's Jude 11. Huh? Is it Jude 11? No. Nah. Oh, just Jude 11? Yeah. Or no. Yeah, 14? and Enoch also the servant. Okay. It's Jude, Jude 14. Oh, there's only one chapter in Jude. Okay, I thought you were saying Jude chapter 11. Oh. I was like, oh, there's only one chapter. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and Enoch also from the seventh, the seventh from Adam prophesied of these things, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000 of his servants to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds see so this is you're seeing a theme though mm -hmm. um which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him anyway so he references enoch what yeah he, he references what he said so, so you got five verse five verses of the of the whole bible that talk about enoch but then you have whole books of Enoch one uh you know that have that were have been written so yeah oh I don't know what the point was what was my point where's it going with this brand there's not mentioned very much in the Bible oh yeah yeah but that you're gonna see that there that there's parallels between the extra biblical texts here that that are out there and also some see some of those same themes yeah. in this book of moses pretty much all pretty much all the different accounts of, of enoch there's like a similar story happening yeah yeah and but then you're gonna see some extra things in here happen too that don't that are like i don't know where that came from anyway yeah. well i mean so and obviously joseph smith and and mormons believe that this was all that stuff was originally there originally there yeah and that's why in these books these other books they're out there anyway um okay let's not go too far into that so uh enoch's called and then um enoch heard these words and he bowed himself to the earth before the lord um this is in 31 and he says why is it that i have found favor in thy sight and am but a lad and a and all the people hate me, for I am slow of speech. 
wherefore am I thy servant? So I think Moses said the same thing. Yeah, there's another theme, I think, is people being slow of speech or some kind. I'm slow of speech, so makes sense. I'm slow of makes speech. Sense. Are you slow of speech? You think you're slow of speech? Well, no, I think interpretation-wise, I don't know if it means if slow speech means like you just talk slow. I think it more. I think it means like you just like. Have you had Dr. Pepper Zero? I did. I had one. Um, good. Several weeks ago, it was really good. Yeah. I liked it better than um, diet. Or ten. I haven't tried ten. I like um, I like diet Dr. Pepper more than regular Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, but I liked that more than diet. Really? Yeah. It's good. Oh, it's, I think to me, slow speech just means like you just like when you're when it's I'm not a good speaker. Like I'm not slow of thought. I can think all, I can think everything through, and then when it comes time to open my mouth, it's like mm-hmm. oh, I forget half the things I was gonna say. I don't words that I regularly use. All of a sudden, I can't say like oh, what's that one word? You know, like it's mm-hmm. like I, I just yeah. like, I, I'm slow. I'm slow of speech. I can't. Your word, your words can't keep up with your thoughts, or you can't. It's hard to. Yeah, this podcast would be like ten times better if I wasn't slow of speech. Oh gosh, <laughs> I must be super <laughs> slow of speech, dude. Like, well, so Enoch brings up that point. Like, why do I got to be thy sir? Like, what? I'm the dumb. I'm not a good speaker. I'm not a good public speaker. I can't. You know. Um, and then God says to him. Um, go forth, open thy mouth, and it shall be filled, and I will give thee utterance, for all flesh is in my hands. So Yeah. The, the things that God always says. Yeah. I will give you what you need. I, it seemeth me good. It says, All thy words will I justify, and the mountains shall flee before you, and the rivers shall turn from their course, and thou shalt abide in me, and I in you. Wherefore, walk with me. And uh, he he actually has Enoch do something to, I don't know if this is some kind of confidence booster or something or, Mm -hmm. but he has him actually do like a A little ritual, a ritual. Yeah. So read that part. Um, I was kind of says, uh, yeah. And the Lord spake unto Enoch and said to him, anoint thine eyes with clay and wash them and thou shalt see. And he did so. And he beheld the spirits that God had created and he beheld also things which were not visible to the natural eye. And from thenceforth came the saying abroad in the land, A seer hath the Lord raised up unto his people. So he yeah. has him do this ritual with clay anointing it to his eyes. I don't know what this is all about. You, you, that's that's happened. Jesus that's, does that where, yeah. where he, the blind man, he... He, he like gets dirt and he spits in it and kind of sh- and puts it on his eyes and also the blind man can see. I might try that after we're done here. Like, dude, you just put dirt in my eyes. Do you have any dirt in your backyard? I got a lot of dirt in my backyard. <laughs> but uh, so I don't know if, but it it caused him to see things that were not visible to the naked eye, natural eye. I don't know what exactly that is, but he he becomes. They say a seer. There became the saying in the land because of of mm-hmm. Enoch's power. A seer hath the Lord raised up unto his people. And then Enoch goes out and he cries with loud voice 
testifying of the, against their works because they're all dark dark works. Yeah. And all men were offended because of him. Yeah. He's As I'm like, saying, if you're not a, if you're if you're out there teaching people and people aren't offended, you're not doing teaching right, I guess. All yeah. men are offended because of him. Yeah, if he if someone comes to you and says you need to stop with your root cutting and you don't take an offense to that. Well, no, I'm saying what I'm saying is that, you know, that I guess I don't, you know, I don't know if, if, if offended he's out there cutting people to the heart, like you can't, they can't help but be like, Oh man. You know, well, I think that, yeah, when you, when you call know. somebody out on something and there's no, like, they know that they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you can do is get frustrated. What I'm saying, that's, that's a good, a good teacher though, can, will make you even the, the best of people go, Oh, you know, there you go. I see your point. about what they're doing. I see your point. Yeah. That's what I'm saying too, is that all men are offended. It's not like they're all pissed off or anything, but all men in their heart are going, Oh, wait. Yeah, that's me. I'm doing like, this. Okay. Yeah, they're they're getting they're getting he's stirring he's stirring stuff up. I like I like in thirty eight. Um, oh, read thirty eight. And they came forth to hear him high, upon the high places, saying unto the tent keepers, "Tarry ye here and keep the tents, while we go yonder to the behold the seer, for he prophesieth, and there is a strange thing in the land." A wild man hath come among us. A wild man. Yeah. I never understood that, why he's referred to as wild man in that. I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe it's his preaching style. You know, I mean, he's just out there. He's, he's, because he's, he's testifying with a loud voice crying up on, he's standing on hills in the high places and just out there oh, sure. just giving it his all. This is like the, the, the first big call to repentance that they've had. They got taught, you mm-hmm. know, whatever all this time. And, and right. also everybody's gone out their ways and, and they've, they've, you know, there's, there's good people, there's bad people. And then, but then all of a sudden things have gotten so bad that God's like, this is the first time they've actually called like a prophet, you know, I, I okay. I'm just going with this. So this is, so they're, um, he's out there just preaching to them, you know, in a way they've never heard before. He's got, you know, like his eyes have been anointed with clay and he can see things. And yeah, okay, so he could be definitely talking crazy. about yeah. crazy stuff too, yeah. you know, or stuff that seems crazy. He, he, he's probably talking about his visions of the heavens and. You know, and oh yeah, he's totally wild. Yeah, I get it. I I, I see it now. So I don't Crazy know. That's guy. where I'm going with the wild man. He's just out there, like giving it his all, and everybody's pissed at him and offended and being touched, you know, and all this stuff by his words, and they can't help but not listen, even though they don't might not want to, because he's crazy. It's like, it's yeah, it's just that, like, I'm, dude. Wash your face, man. Wash. Why you got that mud on your face? So okay, so should we go to verse forty? So, but oh, no, I was gonna say thirty nine. No man laid hands on him, for fear on all of them that 
for fear came on all of them that came heard him for he walked with God. So this crazy guy's out there probably just reaming them and probably revealing secret oaths. He's like, and Jerry over there covenanted with this guy, you know, to kill this person. And so he's revealing it all. And they're like, no, what the heck? And all of a sudden, but they can't lay their hands on him because he's got the power of God on him. That's right. So <laughs> freaking Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, come on. Man. Jerry covenanted with Tom. <laughs> okay, so yeah, go to 40. And there came a man unto him whose name was Mahijah, and said unto him, Tell us plainly who thou art, and from whence thou comest. So they send forth somebody. So I don't know what's going... Like his preaching, he's just so crazy. Like they almost can't come to him. So they they, they have to... They appoint one guy to come to him. Because, you know, the presence of God is so strongly on him, I guess. Sure. Maybe. Um, but did you want to... And so this guy, they're like, "Hey, tell us what exactly this guy, what he, what's he, what's he up to?" Did you want to talk about the whole Mahaja Mawe? Yeah, there's that parallel. We can talk okay, about it. Well, we we read. How long ago was it that we did um, Enoch? It was back in the beginning. In the beginning, I think it was, that was like four, uh, episode four or five. Oh, jeez, way back. Yeah, and we're we're at fifty two, by the way. Hmm. And with just as many at uh Do you remember where that was? Oh you have yeah, it. Yeah, right. I got it, I got it, Mark. Yeah, right there. Okay, so in, in the Dead Sea Scrolls, there's this whole thing in the Book of the Giants part. Mm-hmm. There's this there's uh an Enochian thing. Um there's an Aramaic um Okay, the just to let you know, uh, the Book of Enoch in Aramaic were found among the Dead Sea Scrolls, and it is clear that whoever collected the scrolls considered it a vitally important text. All but one of the five major components of the Ethiopic anthology have turned up among the scrolls. Anyway, just for yeah. a little extra, they they had a it was it was a, they, it was a very they, important to them. Yeah, the big the Book of Enoch were found amongst the the people that kept the Dead Sea Scrolls, which were the... Who were they? Served an E or something? What were they? Essenes? Oh. Isn't that what the... I, I don't know if they have... I don't know the if they Dead know sea for people? sure. But yeah, the, yeah. Well, that's what they call like them, A group right? of people. A group, yeah. They lived in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, but these were Jewish people. Mm-hmm. So, the Book of Enoch was important to them. That's, yeah. That's, anyway, but there's this, there's this point where these... The giant in this version, the giants start having these weird dreams, and they don't know what to do. They're like, you know, because it's the dream of a flood, mm, yeah, the destruction. And so, in somebody, in, somebody suggests that Enoch can interpret their visions, and uh, they say, "Hey, go to Enoch, the noted scribe, and he will interpret for us the dream." Um, and thereupon all the giants and monsters grew afraid, kind of like we're, yeah. they, they won't touch him and called Mawe and he came to them and the giants pleaded with him and sent him to Enoch. So 
that this is one of the in in mormonism or like they think that or they're like I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't even say Mormons do, but some like edge some, some scholars, scholars and stuff do. And, yeah, of Mormonism, are like, look at this is uh, uh, showing that uh, that this is that this thing that Joseph Smith did is actual. I'm trying to think how to say it because the Dead Sea Scrolls weren't weren't even uncovered yeah. till 1947. It's true. So yeah, they found there's a there's anyway. a there's a similar there's but a there's, strong similarity so, between the name Maway and Mahijah. Yeah, so there's this guy Maway in this book that's appointed. Hey, go forth and talk to Enoch. And then there's there's the Mahijah, which suddenly comes up. And, it, and it, I don't know if that's a super strong link or not. You know, it's just like because first off, these guys are giants in this book, and these aren't giants here. But I mean, it's it's an interesting. I'm going to use the word interesting. Yeah, if it's... Or head-scratching, or not interesting, yeah. Uh, possible parallel, you know. But, so this guy, Mahija... Anyway, we just, like, kind of branched off just for that. Yeah. But, uh, Mahija, they... Uh, well, nobody even sends him forth. There's just a guy that... He comes, yeah. Comes and... Anyway... The most interesting thing to oh Christ, I'm interesting. That's okay. So, you know, we should, we're not going to try and not say it. The most curious thing about this to me, right, nice. is it mentions people by name. You know, like all the sun, all like the lineage part. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, there's not many places where it just says, "Oh, and there was a guy," and then, and then they name his name. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's why. That's why it's a bigger deal. It's, Maybe or less. It's curious to me, like, why couldn't they say? I mean, why, why, why would, would they name the guy? Yeah, and so the the Hebrew. Okay, I can see where maybe. So yeah, suddenly, yeah, they're not talking about. They're talking about all men are offended using these generic terms, but then they specifically in this text and in that other, they name him and his name is Mahijah and Maway. And let's just be fair with Hebrew and when you're translating it, depending on the translator and depending on the text that you're reading it from, you, those those names very well could be the same name, with, at least if you're looking at the root. But the thing is, is like, it is curious to me why and Mahijah has such a minuscule role here. Yeah. Like why why can't why do you even why even why even so it's interesting that it's okay. almost like, yeah you can you can take that in many different you. ways yeah and we're we're hearing this whole like mahija you know and then but in Hebrew you don't even have the we kind of went over the yeah memhei yod or memhei vav yeah so that's the only difference is one letter anyway so but he comes forth and says hey who who are you and and then and then Enoch starts. Uh, kind of telling him um and he talks about him beholding a vision and he saw the he uh the heavens open before him um and then he sees god and god says the heavens he made the earth is his footstool so he starts preaching 
you know, just the kind of uh, the creation again, you know, just taking them to the beginning. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, you guys want to know. Let me tell you the story here. But if, I mean, in the books of Enoch, he, you know, we know that he just has these huge visions of of stuff. But anyway, um, and for 47. And as Enoch spake forth the words of God, the people trembled and could not stand in his presence. Mm-hmm. And, it, and he said unto them, because that Adam fell, we are, and by his fall came death. And we are made partakers of misery and woe. See, so this is, I, I, I was listening to this over this week and I, I was like, wait, this reminds me of the Four Noble Truths of Buddhism. Hmm. Because you're, I mean, the the First Noble Truth is that there is suffering. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what Enoch's yeah, teaching because right because of here. this, yeah. He's like, there's suffering in life because of the fall. Mm-hmm. This is the first noble truth. I don't know. Yeah, it was just interesting. Like, so he's and um, people, men become carnal, sensual, and devilish because of this suffering. You know, we all go our own way. Um, and let's see. Let's go to fifty-two. And he, God said also unto him, If thou wilt turn unto me and hear, hearken unto my voice and believe and repent of all thy transgressions and be baptized even in water in the name of mine only begotten, you know, which is Jesus. So all of a sudden in this, they're like naming Jesus. Like what? Mm-hmm. Jesus? Way yeah. at the beginning. Um, which is the, whereby salvation shall come unto children of men. Um, you know, and it talks about the Holy Ghost and everything. God saying, "If this is the way that you can overcome these things, okay, through repentance and changing." Um, now Adam in fifty three says, "Why is it that men must repent and be baptized in water?" This is like the obvious question. Well, you know, it's kind of like the question, "Hey, why are you sacrificing?" I don't know. I just do it because God told me, and then all of a sudden, God's like, "Hey." You need to be baptized and and receive the Holy Ghost. And he said, "Well, why?" And uh, the Lord said unto Adam, "So he's going back. He's going just like uh, he's going to the beginning, just teaching them the basics, I guess, right?" Enoch is yeah the the fundamentals. He says, uh, "So Adam asked the question, why is it that you need to be baptized by water?'" And then God says to Adam, I behold, I have forgiven thee thy transgression in the Garden of Eden. Okay, so just it's like, well, how's that answer to the question? Mm-hmm. And it's not. No. It's like, but it's saying, uh, well, let's just read a little more, maybe. Hence came the saying abroad among the people that the Son of God hath atoned for original guilt. Wherein the sins of the parents cannot be answered upon the heads of the children, for they are whole from the foundation of the world. Okay, so, I don't know, I guess God's making the point, hey, that you, you that there is the transgression, or that, that thing you did in the Garden of Eden, it's not, uh, don't Forget worry it. about yeah, it. Yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. 
because there's a bigger thing that we got to worry about. That wasn't that was that was nothing, you know. I guess, of course, and it should be because like it, it was supposed to, like, yeah, I was kind of wanting you to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's saying, but and the, this is a big deal back in the day with the there's the original, you know, with the sure. Catholicism and everything, the original sin. All men are born into original sin. We all, you know, just be, the act, of, very act of being born, yeah, means that you are dirty or whatever. I guess I don't know how better to explain, it, but it's original sin. So you're born corrupt, and that just doesn't seem right to me. I don't know, and that's it doesn't seem right to Joseph yeah. Smith or to God in this in this thing. So he he's like, I just want to make clear. The thing that you did in the Garden of Eden, forget about it. Well, good, you know, and that that and then the saying went forth among the people that God has atoned for original guilt, original sin. That's it's nothing. The sins of the parents cannot be answered upon the heads of the children. And in the Articles of Faith, just another Mormon kind of thing. It's uh, what is it? The second one. We believe that man must be punished for their own sins and not for Adam's transgression. So the sin, you know, this is a basic doctrine yeah. of Mormonism. Yeah, it's one of their key, yeah, key, uh, key beliefs. So beliefs. it's just clarified, and it so it clarifies that there is an original sin. There is not. It says, but in fifty-five, and the Lord spake unto Adam, saying, "Inasmuch as they children." are conceived in sin or conceived into this binary world. This is where, you know, there's a good and evil. Yeah. You get to choose between good and evil. So it's not, you're not born in sin. It says conceived in sin, but I think I take it as conceived into a world where there is the possibility of choosing evil over good. Yeah. Even so when they begin to grow, see, this is the thing. When they begin to grow up, sin conceiveth in their hearts, and they taste the bitter that they may know to prize the good. So they learn. Yeah, that's that's important. Yeah. And it is given unto them to know good from evil, wherefore they are agents unto themselves. So what's going? What, what the the main point is that you're born into this binary reality where there's good and evil. You may and you begin to to recognize, and then you choose. I guess that was deep. Hey, it's right here, man. But uh, so th- that you're not you're not sinful right at the start, but sin conceives in the heart. I I just think that's a pretty cool little. Uh, picture they paint there sin conceived within their hearts and it's it's because of choices that they make that eventually the you know the they become because they're agents under themselves there's that whole thing with the agency the free yeah you know the because remember whenever the devil was like i'm gonna have all men are gonna be saved and then god's like and then jesus is like Oh, this is, he's like, well, uh, how about, and then, oh, wait, let's, okay. The devil was like, I will assure that all men will be saved. Everybody makes it. 
everybody everybody succeeds. That they're not going to have a choice. Yeah. And I want all the glory, right? And this is back in the last episode. And then the the only begotten steps up and he says, "I'll do what how you want to do it, God, and you get all the you know all the glory is to you." And God's like, mm, like "Well, Satan, I'm casting you out. You want you want to do away with agency, which is part of my the whole plan is that men are free to choose, and that they they will have to choose to be good, you know." Um. So, so teach it to your kids. Yeah, that they have to repent, or they can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. For no unclean thing can dwell there, or dwell in His presence. For in the language of Adam, man of holiness is his name, and the name of his only begotten is the Son of Man, even Jesus Christ, a righteous Judge who shall come in the meridian of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it predicts when He'll come. Yeah. And the meridian of time. They also predicted the calendar that we would end up developing. Like, you're going to have the Roman calendar, dude. Yeah, it's like, you guys are going to be like, we, we know that they're going to build a calendar that's going to be centered the meridian, around. Meridian means, does that mean middle? Yeah. What does meridian mean? I don't know if it means, I don't know if it means middle. I th- Good point. Well, what's the prime meridian? You know, I don't know, Brandon. Or what meridian road? You know? Over in, uh, out there on a... Yeah, out there where I live. By Ironwood. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so now we're... so. It, but the main thing is, it says... In 59, it clarifies a little more. It says, By reason of transgression cometh the fall, which fall bringeth death, and inasmuch as you were born into the world by water and blood and the spirit, which I have made, so became of dust a living soul even so ye must be born again even so ye must be born again into the kingdom of heaven of water and of the spirit and be cleansed by the blood even the blood of mine only begotten so it's kind of like the the baptism like you're born into the world of blood what do they say you're born into the world by water blood and spirit those are the basic things that make up make you up. Yep. Earth, water, water, and spirit make up the human being. Yeah, and according to the last several things we've gone over, that's how they build them too, right? Clay and yeah, they take them and build people with them. Yeah, they they had the the blood of the god. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. That was fun. That was a cool one. But they had to kill that god anyway. But uh, so. So you're born into the world of this, you know, and then you become part of the world, part of the binary reality. So that's why you um, have to be born of water, of this, and of the spirit of God, and be cleansed by the blood of a God, the blood of Jesus, you know, and to be uh, become immortal. You know, to be saved from the world once you choose to go get caught up in it to go back to heaven someday, yeah. And so, for by by water, you keep the commandments, by the spirit, are you justified, and by blood, are you sanctified? 
And then uh, I thought this is interesting in 61 says it is given to abide in you the record of heaven, the comforter, the peaceable things, the truth of all things, which quickeneth all things, maketh of life all things and which knoweth all things and hath all power according to wisdom, mercy, justice. I, I kind of have you ever heard of the archaic records or Akashic records or Akashic? Akashic yeah. Which is like these, <laughs> I mean, I, it's like supposed to be these, basically the the all the knowledge of the of everything that's just out there and open to people who people can, and so this 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 okay, cool. comforter cool. the spirit that's what you're saying that's good that gives you access to the Akashic records. That's a good um, parallel <laughs> there, right? Yeah, I thought that was pretty because I mean it it gives you wisdom of all things. You know, you can know. Uh, everything, I guess. Yeah, it's like all things past, present, and future. It's all like ac- accessible through through this spirit. Anyway, um, and then in sixty-two it says, "This is my this is the plan of salvation under all men through the blood of mine only begotten." Um, and then God, He says that all things bear record of me things that are temporal things that are spiritual in the heavens above on the earth things which are in the earth and under the earth all things bear record of me this is a theme that we were we've talked about in the past but you can the god's in everything the signature of god yeah yeah it's not just in a church or whatever he's saying all things if you think about and and listen to them and and pay attention and stuff, all things bear record so you can get their spirituality and everything. I don't know if that's too. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, me too. I'm not sure if that's what, like I'm in yeah. everything. And and if you if you're paying attention, you'll see me in everything. Yeah. You look at a a leaf. He's like, hey, he's in there. He's waving at he's you. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Um, okay, in 64, read this. And it came to pass when the Lord had spoken with Adam, our father, that Adam cried unto the Lord, and he was caught up away by the Spirit of the Lord, and was carried down into the water, and was laid under the water, and was brought forth out of the water. So, what? He's baptized. So, the Spirit. Yeah. Um, wait, he was so caught sudden, away. So, the Spirit of the Lord baptized Adam. Yeah, water. yeah, yeah. The spirit of the Lord carries him down to the water, into the water, up out of the water. So it's a full immersion baptism. And then <laughs> after that, the spirit of God descended upon him, and thus he was born of the spirit, and became quickened in the inner man. Ooh. Remember, in and uh, this reminds me of uh, the Gnostic stuff. Mm, I thought you say where, Highlander when you get quickened. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't, okay. I, don't, I just yeah. know the song for the Highlander thing, but yeah. So yeah, exactly. Um, so he's quickening the inner man. So remember in Gnostic, all men have this spark of God in them. Yeah. And it's just waiting to be, you know, ignited. And that's what happens here. According to me. No, I think it's a good interpretation. Like all of a sudden you become, what you have always you could become 
your true potential yeah is is ignited quickened in the inner man um and then that's referred to being baptized by with fire and with the holy ghost so remember though what they're talking this is adam the first guy in the world is going is doing all this stuff and you're like what this is all christian yeah something that i don't know if there's no other references that I've read referring to this kind of thing before. Uh-huh. So. So, but Joseph Smith has it in the beginning of man, which would seem to make sense because Adam's the one that fell in the first place. So he's, he's in, I guess every man is, is just as much in need of, of being, you know, of, of being saved or whatever. Sure, even even Adam. Yeah, even. especially Adam. And then everybody ever since this, you know. Yeah. Because, but yeah, especially Adam because he's the first. So, and, uh, okay, so this, yeah. Um, and so he, after he's baptized, he's got this Holy Spirit come on him. He's got access to the Acacia records yeah Let's cool that. yeah and uh he uh is quickened in the inner man that spark of godhood or you know of of is 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 being ignited and he's growing and everything he says and now you thou are after the order of him who was without beginning of days or end of years this is you know now you're after the order of my son um, thou art one in me, a son of God, and thus may be may all become my sons. So and now, a, and that was your earlier reference of yeah, he'll become a son later. Now yeah. you're a son of God. There you go. Wow. Before you're just, you know, a creation of God. Now you become through this through this new birth. And that's the whole thing is that the symbolism is, is oh yeah, that symbolism is deep. You're yeah. born again. Yeah, by the time you're born as a, as a son or a, I guess a daughter, but a son of God, right? A son of the true God. Yeah, not the false one. Yeah, not not the devil who thinks he's the the god of this world or whatever. Yeah, who's walking around going, yeah, make a covenant with me. <laughs> you know, he's he's making all these dark oaths because remember he's like. I'm a son of God to Moses. He's That's like, right. You worship me. I'm, I'm, you know, anyway. Okay. So there you go. There's that was this, good. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that was very curious. Chapter, chapter six. That was a very enlightening and let's see. Unusual. Profound. Bewitching. Ooh. Striking. That's pretty striking. That was striking. Okay, so, so there's there's that. So you're like, whoa, all this stuff, you know. So Enoch, and but this is remember, this is Enoch up there preaching this. So Moses started preaching about it, and also now this is still Moses talking, by the way, teaching us about Enoch, going through the history of Enoch now. So you have. Uh, so, but Enoch's teaching the basics to these guys. Hey, you know what? I'm going to lay it down straight to you. 
this is why you need to repent and this is where all men are offended because of what he's saying. So, um, and jump, Enoch, into, jump into seven. Yeah. Now we're going to chapter seven. Do we do with, let me, give me one second. I heard your neighbor taking the garbage out. Yeah, me too. You're going to use the restroom? Oh, we're almost done. Okay. We don't got a ton. Oh, awesome. Then I'll start it. All right, I can't wait for my next. uh, I'll do this. I can't wait for the next uh chapter seven, dude. Yeah. I was gonna say um I was gonna say my next uh beverage, but yeah, chapter seven, yeah. You want a beverage? Well I'll wait I'll wait till the Bevy, dude. What do you want? Just put just hand it over, I'll do it. I know, but you got like Virgil's in here. Oh I got a cream soda of Virgil's. I no sugar. I know a sugar one. Cream soda. Oh, I'm gonna have it after we finish. Okay, so have you? We've had these before, I think. I don't think they've been no sugar. The ver- okay. I've gotten. Well, let me know how it I is buy going. these things a lot for the, my kids. Mm-hmm. And I, yesterday at the store, I saw them, and they had a. But I haven't been. I haven't. I haven't been. Drinking. Yeah, I think we just did the root beer actually. And yeah. The, and the black cherry. Yeah. And then there's an orange one too. But I don't really care for it. Yeah. And so, but I don't. I haven't been wanting to buy buy sugar, for the kids. And for me. So then I saw this and it was a zero sugar vanilla cream. Vanilla. What's it called? Vanilla cream? Yeah. Oh, I, I was going to kind of go off on a real quick tangent. Because the there was a messianic uh, a whole tradition, a messianic tradition. That's where the whole thing comes from. That's where Christianity even came from in, in Jewish yeah. stuff. Yeah. The whole messianic thing. And in the book of Enoch, by this one's translated by R. H. Charles. Oh, our good man, Charles R. H. Charles. R. H. Charles. Charleson. It's funny. There's R. H. Charles, and there's also Charles. Charlesworth. Charlesworth. Yeah, James yeah. Charlesworth. Yeah, we got both. It. I. <laughs> that was the first guy we got. Remember? Yeah. They had it cheap on. That's Amazon right. Yeah, we got a day. deal. Yeah. I got anyway. But uh, there's a whole messianic tradition in. In uh, Judaism, what book is this one? Okay. Huh? Oh yeah, it's just a small, you know. But uh, and I was gonna uh, Enoch forty-eight. Oh dang. Oh. Okay, I got the pages though. Oh, that's the Book of Thunder. Huh? Was that the Book of Thunder? Thunder. Yeah, was that, that what I saw? Oh, um, never mind. I saw the word, the lights and, and the thunder. thunder. Okay. Um. Okay, so I think it's okay. This is this is just kind of we were talking about how how there was the whole thing, the whole thing with the before anything happened um, that that 
Jesus was chosen, you know, Satan comes up with his idea. He's like, and then Jesus or the son of man steps forth and says, I'll do what you want and you get the glory, you know, whereas, but anyway, so, um, there's these things, uh, called the, uh, what are they called? The vision, um, there's this whole, this whole thing with the son of man. Anyway, this is just one of the, in, uh, this is a, what is this? 48. I figured it out. Good job. I know because it's in Roman numerals. It's just an example. 48 verse two. And at that hour, the son of man was named in the presence of the Lord of spirits and his name and his, and his name before the head of days. Yea, before the sun and the signs were created, before the stars of the heavens were made, his name was named before the Lord of Spirits. And he shall be a staff to the righteous whereon to stay themselves and not fall. And he shall be the light of the Gentiles and the hope of those that are troubled the heart. Anyway, it's just kind of a cool little... Yeah, the fact that that's found in a um, a, uh, an original text. Yeah, a Jewish a Jewish text um it's just pretty you know i mean so the 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 i mean that's that's just one little thing whatever it doesn't matter you know what i was thinking about as we were going over this is you read from the qumran you read from the dead sea scrolls right the the um the essenes or that group of people at qumran they had tons of texts of of the two biggest the two the two most frequent texts they had the, the two bigger their two favorite texts were were Isaiah and um Enoch yeah right but i was thinking about it like the what was different about the essenes right the essenes were the crazy really like hardcore extreme jews that lived out in the desert and one of the things they were known to do is they actually like baptized? Really? Yeah. There's like there's like baptismal. I guess it'd be at, like at John Kumar. the Baptist. Yeah, exactly. They come from that same tradition, huh? And it, there's actually like a bath. They've actually unearthed like baptism font type looking things from like Qumran, the ruins that they thought the people lived there, right? Mm-hmm. What's interesting though, whatever. What I think is <laughs> you like you've like. Cost you like caused this like I know uh, in, we gotta just inner gotta turmoil just with me. With <laughs> what is a what's what's curious to me is that what the for a peop for a group of zealots for a group of like religios right yeah just talk about it in a crude way who are into baptism why did their versions of Enoch not mention anything about baptism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You would think that, like, this version of Enoch that we just read, there's, there's all like, and you can even be baptized in this, right? Oh, you're saying that in the book of Moses. Yeah. They're like talking, preaching it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but why ones... wouldn't the Qumran ones mention it? Especially since they were actually into that kind of thing. I don't know. Okay. So you you had like an aha moment or something? Oh, well, this is uh, Enoch asked, this is in these parables, and uh, he's talking, 
asking some, some angel. It says, and I asked the angel, oh, this is in, gosh dang it, 46, chapter 46 of the, the book of Enoch, the prophet. Uh, and I asked the angel who went with me and showed me all the hidden things concerning the son of man, who he was and whence he was and why he went with the head of days. And he answered and said unto me, this is the son of man who hath righteousness with whom dwelleth righteousness and who revealeth all the treasures of that which is hidden because of the Lord of spirits hath chosen him. Okay. And whose lot hath the preeminence before the Lord of spirits in uprightness forever. And this son of man whom thou hast seen shall raise up the kings and the mighty from their seats and the strong from their thrones and shall loosen the reins of the strong and break the teeth of the sinners. And he shall put down the kings from their thrones and the kingdoms because they do not extol and praise him, nor humbly acknowledge whence the kingdom was bestowed upon them. Anyway, but, but I'm just so you got Enoch preaching this this gospel of this Messiah, you know, and stuff. And uh and it, and but there's there is parallels in the book of Enoch too, and talking about breaking down the the kingdoms. Anyway, I don't know. Enough about that. Enough. It was good. I was learning. You used to me like, like what? Teach it me. says that. Teach me, master. So what'd you write? Oh, when we around when we ended the last one, and when we're gonna start this next one. Oh, okay. I thought that was some kind of secret code you wrote. It is, I guess. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, I have so, my... Well, wait, give me a sentence to write. You, just tell me. Um, give me a sentence. Like, and now I can't think of a just sentence. Just read one then. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. Turn. And it came to pass that I turned and went up on the mountain. Mount. <laughs> what are you doing? What is that? Brand's writing like Dothraki or something. What is that? Is that is that Hebrew? No, it's a it's a. Uh, Did you learn what's that? Anyways, me and my kids are making up our our own language. Oh, is that? And it came to pass. Yeah. Okay, so it's like basically it's the. Saint, you use the same words, but you're just using different characters for the words. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like uh, there's a, and it's a little bit different. Like this is a U, but it makes a U sound. But if it's a U sound, we you, oh shoot, you guys are going or like this right here is an F, but if you for the P sound, you put a dot in it to make it a f, uh, f, p, right? So oh, it's a little wow. bit different. This is the I. But if you're saying I, it's right here. If you're saying I, it's right here. What? So you guys are doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You guys are trying to return to the natural, <laughs> the original Adamic language. I don't know what made me think with that. You did something that's not like, oh, let me try. Let me show mark this. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, you mentioned secret writing. Oh yeah. And so yeah, like, yeah. well, um, so. Uh, So anyway, there is this messianic tradition in in 
So it's not totally for an idea, is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, you, in, you're right. So you're right. So let's go on with chapter seven. <laughs> that's interesting. That's in, that's interesting. I'm, I don't care. That's interesting because, um, like, I was always like told because that's a, that's what an, that's what an, a a Mormon apologist would do. You know, the Jews talked about the Messiah coming too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I was always told that they were that there that's was what a, even a Christian apologist. Would yeah, say. exactly. Okay, you're right. It's not, it's not even just Mormon. Yeah. So. I was always told that there was like a, a messi- messianic tradition, but mm-hmm. I don't ever think I s- actually saw it. And so there's a good that part you read out of there was a good um, yeah. And that yeah, it's just like hey, there it is, right? Because a few of the parts that they quote in you're the like, in the Old Testament, I feel like sometimes they're like stretches. Like okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but well, that was I mean, correct. That was pretty clear. Well, the thing is, is that that's where Christianity came from. Is the the that this messianic tradition got stronger and stronger and stronger? It seemed like, and so Christianity ended up because there was a few supposed different messiahs that yeah. had come, yeah. you know, and and I think it later on there were uh, part of the Roman the rebellion against the Romans. Uh well, might have been part of the messianic. Thing. I don't know. Actually, I can't say that mm. with certainty. But, and then the Christians might have just said, you know what? The Messiah's already come. And, you know, and established that. I don't, I, I don't know what I'm talking about now. Now I'm just rambling, You're Brandon. Just rambling. Sorry, guys. But let's get back to this. So, so Enix, sh- Enix. Oh, have Enix, we already started? Oh, I thought we, that was part of Let's keep on going. Wait, you you were writing that down because you didn't think we started yet? You thought I was just reading that to you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brent, that was all part of it. I think it's so. This was interesting. This was a. You know, let's continue. <laughs> so, if you don't catch what happened, I didn't know we started yet. Let's, all right, what verse are we on? Chapter seven. Oh, I thought we would just do that. Do you want to do? Do you just want to? Hold on, hold on. Let's just seriously write this write this time down. <laughs> so funny, right? Yeah, I thought that was part of the thing. I don't know. I just wanted to establish that there had been at least a messianic. Uh... That was gold. So don't worry, we'll get that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll okay. Anyway, sorry guys. So Enoch continues his speech, huh? Yeah. And, um, well, there's not much more that... Oh, it does mention Mahaja twice, but this time it's spelled... Oh, no, I mentioned a place called Mahuja. That's right. In verse 2 there. Yeah. It's like, wow, there's that, that same word again, but this time it's not a person, it's a place. Yeah, and then uh, Enoch has a little thing where he... he he has a little prophecy. Uh, um, I saw the Lord and he stood before my face and he talked with me, even as one man talked to another face to face. And he said unto me, look, and I will show unto thee the world for the space of many generations. This is kind of another thing that's found in the book of Enoch. Uh, again, I don't want to. And this is mm-hmm. uh, where... Enoch is shown 
in the the parables it's not the parables it's the uh dream visions of enoch in in the uh the book of enoch where he has shown the history of the world from beginning to end so this is you know anyway but he this particular thing is he sees the uh people of of shum um who dwelt in tents uh and he looks towards the north and he sees the people of canaan canaan and or and who dwell in tents and he the lord's kind of teaching him to prophesy it seems like and behold the people of canaan which are numerous shall go forth in battle array against the people of shum and shall slay them that they shall utterly be destroyed and the people of canaan shall divide themselves in the land and the land shall be barren and unfruitful and none of the people shall dwell there but the people of Canaan. Oh, okay. Okay. In verse 8, it says, For behold, the Lord shall curse the land with much heat. So it's going to be this barren, barren place. place. And the barrenness thereof shall go forth forever. And there was a blackness came upon the children of Canaan that they were despised among all people. This will come up a little later. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know why it goes into that necessarily. Yeah, why that get thrown in? It's it's some kind of future thing. Um, so okay, let's just keep going. So uh, it came to pass that the Lord said, "Look," and I looked, and he beheld, and I beheld the land of Sharon, and the land of Enoch. And the land of Omner, and the land of Heni, and the land of Shem. Oh, yeah, there's Shem. And the land of Hanner, and Hananiah. Yeah, and he he just gives him he uh, in eleven he gave a commandment that I should baptize in the name of the Father, and so he goes forth and and starts baptizing. And so great was the faith of Enoch that he led the people of God and their enemy. Okay, so this is there's this okay. He led the people of God and their enemies came to battle against them. And he spake the word of the Lord and the earth trembled and the mountains fled, even according to his commands. And the rivers were turned out of their course. So Enoch's get, he's gathered together a group of believers, you mm-hmm. know, after all this preaching and everything. Yeah. And his, he's so powerful that his enemy they're sending people to the battle against his people and he can just speak and cause the earth to tremble and mountains to flee and rivers to turn out of their course um even even uh making it sound like the roar of lions was heard out of the wilderness and all nations feared greatly so powerful was the word of enoch and so great was the word the power of the language which god had given him yeah, it's like that magical language. Well, there's this uh, in in uh, is it in Jasher? There's this whole thing with this the the uh, the sons of the twelve sons of uh, who's Jacob? Abraham, Isaac, oh. and Jacob. Yeah. So Jacob's sons, mm-hmm. where they they can just shout and they can like kill people and stuff. Like they, they have these powerful shouts. Anyway, 
Interesting. There's a tradition. So, um, okay. And this is, a, there also came up a land out of the depth of the sea. And so great was the fear of the enemies of the people of God that they fled and stood afar off and went upon the land, which came up out of the depths of the sea. So there's like this, somehow there's changes going on in the world. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. earth. I mean, first off, you get the earth trembling and stuff, but then there's changes going on in the world where there's like things of land coming up out of the water and people are like fleeing to it. It says, and the giants of land, this is the first time it mentions giants, mm-hmm. also stood afar off and they went forth, there went forth a curse upon all the people that fought against God. Um, I I put Atlantis, quite, you know, kind of like, Oh, like something coming out of the sea, like the the where, where the giants dwelt, like came up out of the sea, and all of a sudden, whenever the flood comes, just wipes it's gone. Them out. It's gone. Yeah, their land. Anyway, um, and the fear of the Lord, Lord was upon all nations. So great was the glory of the Lord. Okay, now here's the thing: the Lord and the in verse 18 of chapter seven, and the Lord called his people Zion, because they are of one heart and one mind, and dwelt in righteousness. And there was no poor among them. Uh, and Enoch continued his preaching in righteousness unto the people. And it came to pass that his day in his days that he built a city that was called the city of holiness, even Zion. Um, so, okay. Enoch becomes like a king or establishes a city. Yeah, yeah. which parallels with Jasher, right? Yeah. He was a king. Yeah, because... Uh, and Jasher, um, he, it doesn't go quite as well. I guess it does. In uh, Jasher, uh, spirit of God was upon Enoch. In Jasher, chapter three, verse eight, uh, and he taught all his men the wisdom of God and His ways. And the sons of men served the Lord all the days of Enoch, and they came to hear His wisdom. All the kings of the son of sons of men, both first and last, together with their princes and judges came to Enoch when they heard his wisdom and they bowed to him and they required of Enoch to reign over them to which he consented. And then, um, and Enoch taught them the wisdom and knowledge. Wait, isn't that what they just said? Where did we just, where was that? that Um, and Enoch continues preaching and righteousness unto the people Came to pass. Oh no, yeah, it well, wasn't that exact same phrase, but yeah. But uh, uh, Enoch, you know, so Enoch taught them wisdom, knowledge, and the ways of the Lord, and he made peace amongst them, and peace was throughout the earth during the life of Enoch. So it's a little different. Well, I guess there's peace because they can't even touch the. And Enoch reigned over the sons of men two hundred and forty-three years, and did justice and righteousness, and all with all his people. And he led them in the ways of the Lord. Sounds kind of like the same thing. So, anyway. So, in, in Joseph Smith's one, though, he establishes the city of righteousness. Mm-hmm. And they call it Zion. There's no poor among them. They're just totally righteous living... Uh, 
you know, because I guess in, in a city of the world, the whole thing is the secret combinations. Why? Why are these secret combinations? To get gain. To get gain. So in the city That's of right. Zion, you're not, there's no secret combinations and you're not trying to get gain. So there's everything's shared, I guess. There's no yeah. poor among them. Yeah. Some They're not of, trying to take advantage of, of another person. There's some system that allows that to happen. Yeah. And that system is communism. <laughs> no. I'm just joking. No, you're not joking, Mark. No, it's just they don't have that. Yeah, they don't, everybody. Uh, they, they don't have that. That. Uh, taking advantage of people to get gain. You know, un- and using secret things. Anyway, there's, there's, they're just trying to show the par- the, the, the antithesis, the Zion's the exact antithesis there of that's a good one of the secret combinations. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, Enix talking with the Lord and, uh, you know. He says, surely Zion shall dwell in safety forever. And the Lord Enoch says, Zion have I blessed, but the residue of the people have I cursed. You know, Zion's good. The residue, the rest of them. uh, And in 21, uh, God says, Zion in process of time. Or wait, no, this is just a commentary, I guess. Zion in process of time was taken up into heaven. And the Lord said unto Enoch, behold, mine abode forever. And oh, this is interesting. In twenty two, read twenty two. And Enoch also beheld the residue of the people which were the sons of Adam, and they were a mixture of all the seed of Adam, save it were save it was the seed of Cain, for the seed of Cain were black and had not place among them. Okay, this is this is interesting because earlier we were taught in the episode before we were talking about. Like the mark, yeah, of Cain, and it was it didn't specifically. No, it is a cause of darkness or something. It didn't. Yeah, it's, did it say that? No, it didn't even say that. It just it said that that they. Uh, Thought it did. Um. Let's see. Um. Cain's wrath. Uh. A master mayhem. Now, now we're like looking back around. Okay, and 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 Moses chapter five verse forty. And I, the Lord, said unto him, Whosoever slayeth thee, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And I, the Lord, set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. Right. And the the curse is. And Cain was shut out from the presence of the Lord and with his wife and many of his brethren dwelt in the land of Nod. So, you know, he was kicked out, but they didn't specifically say what the the mark was. Yeah. Now, this is not saying that it was that this is the mark of Cain, but it's saying for the seed of Cain were black and had not placed among them. So... For some reason, there there was that skin of blackness, and this is a Mormon in the Book of Mormon. Anyway, this is just 
the idea the idea has come down through Mormonism that that the seed of Cain is the, the I don't know how to explain it. Just talk about different types of people. You know what's interesting though is there's there's different types of I mean throughout when was it supposed to be like a court if you're like a diehard believe it to the core this is supposed to be like what five thousand years ago or something like that or yeah humans have obviously lived far longer than that yeah so well, anyway but it, it became the tradition in mormonism that the descendants of cain were black-skinned yeah. and thus black people were the descendants of cain and it was so prevalent in the church that and it wasn't until 1978 that they received a revelation that black people could become full members yeah. of the church. Yeah. Anyway, so that it so and this is one of the places that it comes from. Right this here. is where that that idea comes from. That's what I was trying to say, and I was trying. I I don't. So there's not there's no argument against that. They the church wrote a whole essay on that. Have you have you ever read that on uh I guess black people in the priesthood or whatever? Anyway, but they trying to rationalize the whole oh, yeah. thing and then they said, Oh, it was just that Brigham Young was racist and yeah or whatever. And it's like, well, but some of this stuff is just in here. Yeah. Exactly. And and then if you read the Book of Mormon and the whole thing with uh you know, with the Lamanites and Nephites and the dividing kind of, of them and the causing again. the scent skin of blackness. This is a common theme in Mormonism, just just to let you know. So take it for whatever you wanna Yeah. It's the this is what Mormons have believed the, was the mark of Cain, a skin of blackness. And you'll uh it says for the the seed of Cain were black, yeah, and had not place among them. They were separated. Anyway, and uh, so Enix, you know, continuing this vision, and then he's uh, in verse twenty three. And after that, Zion was taken up into heaven. Enoch, behold, and lo, all the nations of the earth were before him. So he's seen this. So Zion's he's taken up. And, uh, but he's beholding this vision and then he sees Satan oh, in scary. 24. And, scary. Yeah. Read this. And there came generation upon generation and Enoch was lit high and lifted up even in the bosom of the father and the son of man. And behold, the power of Satan was upon all the face of the earth. And he saw angels descending out of heaven. Like fallen angels descending out of heaven. And he heard a loud voice saying, "Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, be unto the inhabitants of the earth." But see, okay, the the thing is, is that Joseph Smith in this does not have anything. This is this is correct. the retranslation of. Correct. There's no no. And he explains the sons of men later on. So there's not that nephilim nephilim yeah. nephilim. Woe be unto the inhabitants of the earth! And he held and he beheld Satan, and he had a great chain in his hand, and it veiled the whole face of the earth with darkness and he looked up and laughed and his <laughs> angels rejoiced 
So wow. he's got the 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 chains of. It's kind of. It reminds me of Yalda Beoth. I I just think that he you know the god of this world. He's got the. He's like I got them and I'm not gonna let them go. You know he's got the the world in in enchained and laughing and then um and then there's these people uh he uh, in verse 29 and enoch said unto the lord all of a sudden he he looks uh and what in 28 and it came to pass that the god of heaven looked upon the residue of the people after he sees you know them all caught in the power of of of, of the devil and he weeps and or Enoch bears record of him weeping. And then in 29, read that. And Enoch said unto the Lord, How is it that thou canst weep, seeing thou art holy and from all eternity to all eternity? Yeah, and in, in 31 he again, How is it that thou canst weep? You're, you're God, dude. You're God. Yeah, God can't and cry. 32. Um, the Lord said unto Enoch, Behold, these thy brethren... They are the workmanship of mine own hands, and I gave unto them their knowledge. In the day I created them, and in the garden of Eden gave I unto man his agency. See? So he's, he's again that, I, emphasizing, I created these guys. I gave them freedom to choose, in 33. And unto thy brethren have I said, and also given commandment, that they should love one another, and that they should choose me, their father. But behold, but, but behold... They are without affection, and they hate their own blood. He's like, he's like, I gave them this stuff, and gosh dang it, I'm crying because they they're not choosing what it's. I mean, it, it, in uh, Moses one thirty nine, it says this is work and glory to bring past the immortality and eternal life of man, and guess what? They're not. They're not choosing it. They're just it's, wasting. They're away. just wasting this time I've given them. Yeah, he says. I mean, I can stretch forth my hands and hold all the creations which I have made, and mine eye can pierce them. You know, I could do all this stuff, but I'm not going to because they have this agency. Yeah, um, and I like. He says the fire of mine indign indignation. Is kindled against them, and my hot displeasure. It's an interesting way to put it. Uh, will I send in the floods upon them? For my fierce anger is kindled against them. Oh, this is. Um... And then Enoch, Enoch start. So he's talking about that. He's like, and uh, Enoch sees. Noah and his flood and the flood. Yep, forty-three. And Enoch in this one, Enoch is the one that says, "Hey, after you do this, um, where is it where he says that?" So, uh, dang it. Um, anyway, so he he begins to have this dream, these dream visions, you know, where he's kind of seeing he sees the flood happen, and uh, then the and then from Noah comes the families of the earth, and 
And you, then were you looking for fifty one? Well, I'm kind of, and then I'll, and then he sees in the meridian of time. Uh, you know, he sees Jesus, or you know, the righteous, the the Lamb is slain before the foundations of the world. Uh, and if you if you look if you read in the 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 dream visions of Enoch, it's they're using a, a lamb and different things. They're, they're, um, <clears throat> yeah, Enoch saw the day of the coming of the Son of Man, even in the flesh, and his soul rejoiced. And the righteous is lifted up, and the lamb is slain from the foundation of the world. Remember, he was chosen in the foundation of the world, and and uh, and then. Uh, And he he's um oh and Enoch gosh dang it I'm trying to I'm kind of keep Brandon you you lead this I'm looking for a certain thing but it's, yeah you uh, you're not looking for fifty one I, I was looking oh <laughs> yeah yeah that's what I was looking for how do you know I told you like a minute you ago like you're a looking while for ago I'm just like okay yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, read your, I read your mind. I'm like, I think it's looking for 51. Brandon, you need to slap me around. <laughs> Should I read it? Yeah. And the Lord could not withhold, and he covenanted with Enoch and swear unto him with an oath that he would stay the floods. Oh, but 50 says, oh, yes. and it came to pass that Enoch continued his cry unto the Lord, saying, I ask you, O Lord, in the name of thine only begotten, even Jesus Christ, that thou wilt have mercy upon Noah and his seed, that the earth might never more be covered by the floods and then and so then he then he has he he uh god's like okay swears an oath that he would not do that so this is interesting because it's enoch is the one that gets god to even before the flood happens hey i saw the flood happen and it was so bad i don't do it again and god's like okay i won't because in the bible it's noah that's right who gets after the flood happens that's right and it was yeah it was god's like okay i'll put the bow in the clouds as a sign that i'll never do this again and good point in in the uh sumerian thing it's uh oh what's her name gosh dang it but she has the lapis lazuli necklace that she says i'll wear this to remind that's right we will never do this again good good uh correlation there so it's it so it's it's a traditional thing that but it's in this one it's Enoch that gets God to swear the uh, that he won't do it after and um and then he kind of you know uh that the remnant should the remnant of of the Noah shall always be found among the people of the earth and he sees the Messiah the whose seed you know will come let's just kind of he sees everything yeah he's seeing like the uh and the lord's look and the son of man lifted up on a cross yeah he sees that and then the spirits in prison and all all this stuff anyway let's kind of so and then all of a sudden he even he beholds things even to the last days in verse 60 in the last days oh yeah new days of wickedness and the uh, vengeance um so he he spared the earth like he committed to 
right? Yeah. And the day shall come that the earth shall rest. Um. Oh, here it is. And uh, in verse 62, uh, I will cause, I will sweep the earth as with the flood to gather out mine elect from the four quarters of the earth unto a place which I shall prepare, a holy city, and it shall be called Zion, a new Jerusalem. And then thou shalt, thou and all thy city meet them there, and we will receive them into our bosom, and they shall see us. And we will fall upon their necks and shall fall upon our necks and we will kiss each other. Mm. All kinds yep. of kissing going All on. All kinds of kissing going and on. Then, and then there shall mine abode be mine abode and it shall be Zion and shall come forth out of all creations uh, for the space of a thousand years, the millennium, you know, after after the whole. Yeah. And uh, so it's this, this, this thing where we're all of a sudden the the city of Zion that Enoch had established was taken up to heaven. They weren't there anymore. Zion fled. Zion fled. But in the last days, there's going to be this new Zion that's going to be established on the earth. And this is the whole thrust of Joseph Smith's vision, even in Brigham Young's, you know, later is that he that uh, they were going to establish a Zion. People were going to gather to it. And this is a literal gathering. This is not like some figurative thing, even in the in the uh, in the um, articles of faith. That's right. It Actually, says that we yeah. believe in a literal where my dad or yeah. This is this is so. Um, dang it! It's hard to find that. Huh? Yeah, because it's just a little section or a little part. It's just two pages. Um, where is that part? Oh, okay. In, in Articles of Faith, which is part of the Pearl of Great Price, uh, ten. 10, it says, We believe in the literal gathering of Israel and in the restoration of the 10 tribes that Zion, the new Jerusalem, will be built upon the American continent. This is specific. Okay. This is even more specific that Christ will reign personally upon the earth and that the earth will be renewed and received its paradisical glory. So this is, I mean, this is like a literal thing and it's going to be on the American continent. And if yeah. you, if you've read about Joseph Smith's, it's specifically going to be in independence, Missouri. Anyway, sure. we don't need to get into that, but that, that there's going to come a time where there's going to be this righteous group on the earth in the, I guess, you know, in the American con and, and all of a sudden Zion's going to come down out of heaven and the two are going to meet and be happy. Be reunited. Kiss them on the neck. Yeah. And then the, the millennium's going to be, so Enoch sees this whole vision of all this stuff going on with, with the wickedness, the flood, the meridian of time with the son of man crucified uh, the falling away and then the the last days and um, the Lord showed in 67 the Lord showed Enoch all things even to the end of the world and Enoch and all his people walked with God and he dwelt in the midst of Zion and it came to pass that Zion was not for God received it up unto his own bosom and from thence came went forth the saying 
Zion has fled. There's a saying right there. That good old yeah. We didn't even say that yet. We said we said it, but I didn't know we. Had, we I referred to it, but I'm yeah. like yeah, uh, yeah. I think I did. The but same we thing. but prematurely. Yeah. You want another drink? Are you good? Um. Yeah. Let me see. What? Wait. Let me see. I'm good actually. Okay. Well, so, so there you go. There's a. There's Enoch, for you. Yeah, and a nice little. That's his. That's his. Uh, fast. That's his life vision. His. Uh, what's yeah. going to happen? Yeah, and and I was going to say in the book of Jasher. Uh, at the end of the Enoch part, there's this strange thing. Um, because Enoch had descended into heaven and all the kings of... Anyway, there's this weird part where oh, this Enoch knows that he's going to be dying or taken up. God tells him. And people keep following him. Yeah. And he keeps telling him, guys, I'm, I'm going away. I don't know what's going to happen. So don't quit, you know. Uh, quit and, following me. Yeah, quit following me. Cause, uh, and uh, and and it just ends in, in verse 38. And all those kings went to a place, to the place where Enoch had, there had been a group of people. I don't remember how many. They counted um, them later. And they found the earth there filled with snow, and upon the snow were large stones of snow. And one said another, Come, let us break in the snow. Perhaps the men that remained with Enoch are dead and are now under the stones of snow. And they searched and could not find him, for he had ascended into heaven. So anyway, they never found the people that, that had stayed with him. So it's almost somewhat... Took up with him. Yeah, it's like it's like the city. It's like, it's almost like the city wasn't like a, a static city. It was like a a group, a caravan. Yeah, all these, but all these people. Instead of where they were, there was it just was this big thing of snow for some reason. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't get the picture there, but yeah. But they they say that. Um, meaning. Um. Gosh, I didn't. I, I thought there was a number that they had. Anyway, whatever they had, there was a there was a number. Like they went and counted at some point, eight hundred thousand men, and they went with him one day's journey. Yeah, second day returned to tents. So eight hundred thousand men supposedly. Anyway, but they all disappeared with with Enoch when he was taken up. So, um. Now we get into, we don't need to get into this so much that now we get into Noah, right? Uh, yeah, they're gonna, we're gonna, it's gonna take us up to the, um, but I don't think there's really anything, they, they don't even do the flood. I just think the most interesting part of this is that, um, the oh, the in verse 20, um, Uh, it came to pass that Noah called upon the children of men that they should hearken 
but they hearkened not under his words. And also, after they had heard him, they came up before him, saying, Behold, we are the sons of God. Have we not taken unto ourselves the daughters of men? And are we not eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage? And our wives bear unto his children? And the same are mighty men, which are like unto men of old, men of great renown, and they hearken not unto the words of Noah. Yeah. This is where the, we're like, they were like, we're sons of, we're sons of God. We, you know, descendants of Adam, but they're not sons of God as in the sense that we were talking about. No, not in that way. You know, cause he's calling them repentance. So this is where that thing in the Bible where they talk about men of great renown. Okay. In verse 25, read that. And it repented Noah. Oh, I love this. Okay. And it repented Noah and his heart was pained that the Lord had made man on the earth and it grieved him at the heart. Keep going. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth Noah that I have created them and that I have made them and he hath called upon me for they have sought his life. See, so in this version, it's not God. It didn't repent God that he had created man. Like it says in the Bible, Noah regretted it. It was Noah and God says, I will destroy man because Noah wants them dead. Dang Noah. So, and then we see that in, in, uh, the uh, Gnostic thing and stuff mm-hmm. that it's not the wait, where am I going with it? Uh, maybe not quite. The uh, the the Gnostic thing, the apocryphal John was the on this part, the apocryphal John was referring to um, that uh, Yelda Bayoth, Yelda Bayoth regretted. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to destroy yeah. him. And it was, oh, yeah, because, yeah, and it was uh, the Sophia or whatever that saved um, Noah and his people. Yeah. Anyway, that's not necessarily parallel. But, that's a fun thing. But it's, but... Just, it's interesting that it repented Noah. So it was, instead of it being God that was, um, you know, that was like, gosh, I didn't even know. Why did I ever? even create man it was actually noah that was grieved because man was so unrighteous and that god said okay i will destroy man and keep noah so we can start over so there's there's a difference and there's where the floods don't start the and flood then, story starts and the book just ends says uh, in verse 30, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence, and I will destroy all flesh from all the earth. And that's it. The end of the that's book. That's the end. So there you go. I don't know. I know there's a lot of rambling, and I think that's just the way this podcast goes, man. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Brandon thought there was a whole section where I was just talking to him when I was I was doing it for the. I'm all showing you the writing me and my kids have made and stuff, and then <laughs> that's funny. Man, we'll just leave it in there. Yeah, bonus. Anyway, it's a good thing I didn't say anything that I, like 
it's good thing anything I, it's crazy. Good, yeah, it's good thing I didn't like about, reveal like, how crazy I was or like something. Current politics or something. Yeah, it's good thing I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't burn any bridges. Yeah, I thought we were just going, and you're like, okay, well, are we gonna. I was like, oh, that's why you were putting the time. So we're we're over two hours with this. Yeah, I like the um, all the different. Like, I liked the the Atrahasis story, you know, mm-hmm. and all the many times we've re- we've referenced the flood coming and and stuff, and then the several times we've the several times now that we've we've read different versions of Enoch. And then seeing a, seeing the similarities between all of them and the difference, some of the differences, you know, and then yeah, the variety of reasons for it. Yeah, yeah. This truly is the Gnostic deluge. Wow. <laughs> so this uh, this is cool though because it's a latter day pseudepigrapha. Kind of. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Or apocryphal text, a latter day apocryphal. Apocryphal is apocryphal. Oh, not apocryphal. Because it's not pseudepigrapha, because we know who wrote it, or who translated it, or whatever, but it's... Oh, I thought pseudo... What, what's the other term? Pseudopig... Pseudo... No, apocryphal. Apocalypse... Anyway. Yeah. Pseudepigrapha. I thought it was just, like, one that's not accepted by main most Christianity. It's one that's outside of the Bible. Yeah, and by... Right? And... and, and penned by a name that wasn't the actual but i'm saying if you see this is exactly i'm not i'm not this is exactly the way that these texts you know are that they they use a name this is written by moses you know or this is written by enoch they would use the name of a popular character yeah you know and i'm not i'm not saying that the you know whatever you believe on the thing but i'm just saying this is the way that pseudepigraphical texts came forth yeah they would say or all even all the the things in the bible all the letters of john or no uh paul Paul, yeah there's ones that they're disputed yeah half of them are because they're like this was just somebody right you know writing their opinion in the name of paul yeah so Anyway, this is a latter day. So there's people that accept this one and there's people that don't. So it's a latter day. There you go. Pseudopigraphical text. There you go. Because pseudo's not. Pseudo's fake. Fake. Well, but yeah, so it's outside of the Bible is yeah. what I'm saying. I'm not saying. Okay. Bonus, anyway, it's a bonus, bonus I'm not discussion. To it. <laughs> I'm saying there's people who believe it and there's people who don't. Just like. Just like uh, things with Hermes, this is you know, or whatever. So, anyway, this has been a fun one, and it's kind of cool to see some of the parallels. And and you know, obviously, people can think, oh well, there's you know, uh, you know, maybe took traditions and put them together and blah 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 you know whatever oh, it's so easy to but do it's not that. it's not a total parallel either yeah it's so easy to kind of like oh that's convenient or that's or that's really you inc- have people arguing on both sides yeah. you have people arguing on both sides so and we're not here to argue on either side we're just i think it's a cool text and there's some cool ideas in it you know that would that would seem to make sense if uh I mean, you know, that that clarify things or whatever. So 
Well said. All right. Well, we are done with this. The book of Moses is finished. It is finished. As a wise man once said. As a wise man, as a wise man once said. It upon is finished. A cross. Upon a cross. Yes. <laughs> and when he really finished, when it was really finished. All right. So I uh, hope you uh, enjoyed that one. I, I did. Are you talking to me or them? Yes. I did. Us. Okay. And them. And uh, we will talk to you later. Bye. Run, run.